Reba had her life figured out at 14. A part of me envies that. I sure don't have life figured out. On the other hand, nobody's figuring my life out for me either. Esther's life was figured out for her. She didn't have any more to say about it than a heifer. I feel ashamed for saying that. It makes her seem lumpy and stupid. She wasn't. Her future just wasn't up to her. To be honest, maybe nobody gets to pick their future, but her situation was a little more intense. The list of subjects she couldn't learn about in school was pretty long. All books have to be pre-approved by her father. He doesn't approve of much. Most of the time, the teacher has to come up with a suitable substitute. History books that cover anything pre-biblical are forbidden because there isn't anything pre-biblical. Dinosaurs are okay as long as you assume they could have strolled into town and helped build the pyramids. Health classes, when the teacher does sex ed, are not allowed. This includes dopey little booklets about your period and sample tampons. Esther could take whatever math classes she wanted. Unfortunately, she wasn't especially good at math and she had no love for it. All these rules meant Esther was going to be sitting in the hall or the office most of the time while forbidden subjects were covered in the core classes. She could always take family and consumer science. She could make chili or biscuits or macaroni and cheese in culinary arts. She could set the table and wash dishes and iron shirts, just like at home. She could take textiles and apparel as long as the teacher provided patterns for modest sewing projects. She could be busy and productive, churning out casseroles and potholders like a maniac, as long as the teacher never mentioned anything that could be dangerous to her moral values, like women working outside the home. To be fair, though, Esther never complained about her life. Ever. In all the years I knew her, she never complained. Then there was me. I have no idea what I want to do. Not really. And nobody was making my choices for me, so when we had to register for classes, I signed up for all the classes I thought sounded like things people who go to a university need to know. People who go to a university don't make potholders or rebuild transmissions. That's what I figured. They can speak French and program computers and do science in a laboratory. That's what I figured. Nobody told me any different. So I just swam through the crowds in the halls to my classes. I did my homework. I got good enough grades. When I wasn't thinking about an experiment or a test question, I was thinking about what I had to do when I got home. I planned what to make for dinner, and I worried if I remembered to start the load of laundry for mom before I left that morning. I have a tendency to frown and chew on my lower lip when I plan and worry. I didn't know that then. 
It turns out that I was making major decisions about my social life without really trying. I found my personal way to be. I was a scowling, antisocial geek girl. As it turns out, this was not a good place to start on my journey to normal. Even scowling antisocial geeks aren't immune to the power of friendship. Friendship is for everybody. That sounds uplifting, like a very special episode of a stupid sitcom. Friendship! Friendship is for everybody! But exposure to friendship is pretty much an accident of time and place. And the power involved is high voltage, lightning bolt scale. When friendship moves through you, It leaves a mark. All friendships are unequal. If they weren't, power couldn't get swapped back and forth. We would just hover in our self-contained envelopes, producing everything we need and eating our own shit. Mmm, we would say, that's good shit. And we would all be perfectly happy and immortal, like yeast. Imagining a friendship between equals is sort of like imagining angels dancing on a pin. Does it matter if they are raving or pirouetting? What's the point, really, other than the one on the other end of the pin? I am not a happy little yeast or floaty little angel. I am a bad friend. When it comes to the power of friendship, I am a black whole. Fun, money, creativity, whatever, I'll just swallow it up. Eventually, I will collapse. And when I do, I'm going to take you with me. Consider yourself warned.